0: Another installment of the Ask Chad Grassy Logic podcast. Today, have a new guest, as I usually do. Um, today is Anthony from Buffalo Buds. Go ahead and introduce yourself,
1: Anthony. Anthony. My name is uh, Anthony I'm with uh, Buffalo Bud Farming Company out of Silver City, New Mexico. I'm the sales and marketing director for the company. Nice, nice. And uh, how long have you been with the company? So we've been working on the project for a little over three years, and we've been open for about a year. Nice, nice. Well, I appreciate you joining me, and we'll get more into
0: Buffalo Buds here in a second, but I just want to thank 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 you, thank all of you having a hard time talking today. Thank all of you for joining today for this uh, new episode. So Anthony actually has a bunch of stuff with me today we're going to show you guys, and we have a bunch of um, other stuff to talk about. But first, we're going to talk about Buffalo Buds. So can you give me some background of Buffalo Buds, a little history, I guess?
1: So we started off in the dabbling in the hemp industry mm-hmm. before it went wreck in, yeah. in the state. And we did a little bit of consulting stuff in Arizona and uh, Colorado before we actually got into the market here in New Mexico. We're from New Mexico, but uh, we did that before New Mexico government actually made it recreational. And then once they made it recreational, we started working on it in uh, 2020. Okay. And uh, we just started building it. As soon as it went legal, we opened up our doors. As soon as we had our license, we were actually one of the first consumption lounge licenses to um get issued the second one in the state yeah and um we were probably within the first like 50 or 100 licenses to get approved for our retail um cultivation and manufacturing so okay, we're nice. fully integrated yeah yeah
0: fully integrated that that's yeah. great yeah and I, you guys are out in silver so i see you guys around and everything and it's yeah. kind of great to you know kind of connect a little bit more and yeah. get to go visit you guys um that one time where we i was in silver city a couple weeks ago and that was really cool you got the big old buffalo in front and everything yeah you know.
1: we, we try to work with everybody out there i mean we were with uh, jeffrey from hilo and some and yeah work with them we work with um Brendan from monsoon and uh there's a couple other people out there that we work with ari from Gila River Organics and stuff like that. So nice, yeah. just keeping it, you know, kind try of try to keep it local. Yeah, that's pretty local cool. for the most part. But then we work with a lot of people here from um, Las Cruces too, as well, because I was born and raised actually here in Cruces. Okay. So uh, we work with like Rob from Headspace and. Okay. Um, <laughs> work with a couple other people zach from the valley extracts and stuff like that so
0: nice yeah Yeah, so you kind of collaborate and you know that's that's what the industry is about now it should be you know there should be these collaborations going on anyway yeah Uh, yeah exactly showing the luck for the locals and everything so yeah you do have you know one of the few consumption lines that we have in the state um like can you talk about that like you know like what was the process of getting the consumption lounge was it a pain in the ass uh
1: it wasn't a pain in The ass, it was more so just making sure that everything that we were doing was like legal and getting the labeling right for the style of what we're doing. So we're not just where you could like smoke, you could actually go and get the food actually infused. Mm -hmm. So you could sit down, have a New York strip steak that's the butter, you know what I mean? That's on top of the steak is infused. And we're only doing a certain limit of uh, milligrams per customer dish yeah Yeah, yeah. so that way we could kind of like dabble with it Mm -hmm. but i think the biggest issue is just getting rid of the stigma of being able to consume in public i think that's one of the biggest hurdles because it's still kind of taboo with people even though it's completely legal you know what i mean yeah it's like one of those things where people are afraid to be out in public yeah to be smoking on a joint or or you know hitting a a bowl or yeah, a even our bombs yeah, yeah, or just eating, bro. Like yeah. it's, it's kind of funny, but um, it uh, we're trying to get rid of that stigma and just make it a little bit normal. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, it is normal. I mean, it's been around forever, bro, but it's just, it's just one of those hurdles, you know what I mean? So that's, that's with as far as the licensing, it wasn't really hard with the licensing, but I think just making sure that you're following all the regulations that the CCD, is putting out there with labeling signage security just stuff like that
0: yeah yeah i mean there's all that little stuff and you know i kind of feel sometimes it's a little bit of an overreach from the government the kind of stuff that we have to do some of it
1: some of it but then some of it's not just because of the liability aspect of it so it kind of works hand in hand i don't I always look at it this way. If you're ever going to open up a business, it's like every there's always going to be rules. Yeah. And it's like red the, tape everywhere. Everything, <laughs> like even in the so my background before even this, well, what my degree is is a culinary arts and business, and even in the restaurant industry, there's so much little things, like red tape everywhere. So for me, it wasn't like a big issue just because we've been doing business for so long and other yeah. and other. Um, I don't know the right word for it, but industries? like, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Other industries, and it's like, I just go with the flow. But yeah, it, it's been fun. It's definitely been fun, and it's been interesting because it's it's brand new. Yeah, so you're working on stuff and you're changing, and that's where that I enjoy it. Yeah, I, I enjoy jumping those Those hurdles. Yeah,
0: and you know, I was in the military for a while, so I'm kind of used to. um bureaucracy you Mm -hmm. know the bureaucratic bs that you have to go through so yeah you know at certain times when there's paperwork i'm like i hate this but you know at least i know how to do it (laughs) (laughs) and that helps and i really want to talk about the the stigma thing because you know there is still a lot of stigma when it comes to it and the way that yours is set up is really interesting because you have the dispensary here you have like this little area in between the restaurant and the dispensary Mm -hmm. where the consumption area is and then you have the full restaurant where i guess you can do both yeah um with it well that's that's actually really cool you know it's something that you don't really see
1: yeah and we did it that way so the property line so that was one of the things with the state you couldn't intermix alcohol with um the consumption of cannabis yeah so mm-hmm. we put the consumption lounge in between the two so that way we could get our food from where the restaurant is but then we it bring it comes over and then that's where we do the infusions but we did it. And we put it there to get rid of that stigma, so that way there's windows that. Uh, sorry, I was all waving yeah, okay. up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, we did it where the windows are, so that way the place of where it's right next to Mix Thirty Three Lounge, and that area is a twenty one and over restaurant. Okay. So it's it's all adults. So that's where we made it to make mm-hmm. it a little bit more viewable yeah. you know what I mean yeah. so that way it, when people see it they understand that people aren't acting crazy or yeah. they're not they're not getting you know stoned out of their mind and, yeah. and stuff like that and that's part of what we want to create there and we did do it a lot of, a lot different than every other consumption lounge that we've seen in the state so I've been to three other consumption lounges in the state and none of them are like the way that we're doing it but we worked with the CCD when we were doing it and asked a lot of questions and, you know, and clarified. clarified and made sure that we were doing it right. But the biggest thing is just making it to where it is viewable and yeah. obviously not viewable to the public from the street or nothing like that, but yeah. to where, you know, if you're an adult, you,
0: you're 21. Yeah, you I, mean, I mean, you can go to a restaurant and order a beer this tall and yeah. no one says anything, but yeah. if I have a bong this tall and I'm smoking a little bowl for yeah. some reason they see it totally different, you it's know. It's just the stigma. <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird.
1: And, and and even with us like so we've we've always been involved in the industry in one way or another and and that like, even when we were getting involved people were like taken back because they're like, "What?" like
0: Yeah.
1: It, it, just the view of it, like of what you said with it's just, just dealing with stuff in there. Do you, you smoke weed? And I'm like, yeah, man. You know what <laughs> I like mean? A, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, who doesn't these days, yeah, right? <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's, it's it's one of those things, and to teach their own. But at the end of the day, it's like, it's not nothing bad. I know of worse things than smoking weed. And then even with us uh, owning a bar, um, the. So let me clear it. my dad owns the bar, mm. and then my mom, we owned the the dispensary so that the seeing that and seeing the way people act when they're drinking versus sometimes when they're smoking it's day and night yeah it's a side-by-side comparison almost too. Yeah, yeah and you get to see it and i and i personally feel that it's a lot safer to consume cannabis than it is to get behind the wheel when you're drinking yeah and and the only reason why is setting those limits, though, too. So that's why with the consumption lounge, we set those limits and we don't allow people to, you know, go and get their steak infused, do a bong grip, smoke a joint, <laughs> smoke a blunt, and then to finish it off, do a dab. We don't allow nothing like that. So yeah. we set our in-house rules because there's really no state leg- laws or legislation saying what the limits are for smoking yeah. other than buying you yeah, know what I mean yeah. of whether you're medical or recreational, you can only buy a limit but to actually let someone smoke their limit of what they could buy bro that it would be crazy that's so insane especially yeah. a medical patient eight ounces
0: you yeah. know like that would be insane I think yeah. it's 430 units or something yeah like that. yeah
1: and there's some people that might think that they could tolerate it you yeah know what I mean it's like those people that come in and they drink and they're like we could have eight shots and we're fine and we could get behind the wheel. There's those people that'll be like, I could take four dabs, bro, and yeah. I'll be good. And they're like, I don't care. You do it on your own time, like yeah. not while you're here. So it's just it's kind of jumping to those hurdles, you know what I mean? And then like even like I said, of figuring out the the legalities of you know, with separating the entities of the bar and the and the the lounge, because that's also one of the things you can't have a liquor license Mm -hmm. and the owner of the liquor license can't own uh cannabis yeah you know what i mean i find
0: that a little ridiculous to be honest yeah i
1: think that it's just why not you know what i mean what's the what's the issue so that's Mm -hmm. where with that i partnered with my mom because she doesn't have anything to do with the restaurants and neither do i I'm i'm the executive i'm the food and beverage director for, <laughs> okay. for, for the i'm the food and beverage director for for the restaurants and then for the farm and the retail and all that stuff i'm the sales and uh marketing director yeah so my mom owns the cannabis uh business and then my dad owns and they don't you know what i mean it's two yeah. separate llc's my mom's not a so she's not a member of an LLC on this and my dad's not a member of the LLC on that. So, but I think that it is ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like what's, what's the issue? Yeah. And there's a lot of people that are actually doing that in the state because they own liquor licenses and then they went and they opened up a retail and they're like well we can't own a retail and own a liquor license yeah so it's it's kind of put it, in someone else's name yeah, essentially you know yeah well and it, it's it's just dumb yeah. you know what i mean it's it's like why why not what's because you have these
0: out-of-state entities you know like people from el paso i know some that have liquor licenses and then they come to new mexico and they just get a retail license for cannabis and there's no issue because they're from a different state you know and so that kind of screws new mexicans over further you know like certain things that they've implemented have only allowed out of state entities to kind of thrive here
1: yeah and you see it they're coming in and there's nothing wrong with it right there's nothing wrong with big companies coming in and doing what they do but at the end of the day it should be where new mexico residents were put first and to really push that because you know a lot of us have been waiting for this day to come and now it's here, but then they opened up what was supposed to take a while, literally took like three months and they are like, all right, all the out of town people. Cause remember when they first did pass the legislation, I don't know if you remember when they were saying, yeah. you know, we're not going to allow anybody for the first year to yeah. come in. And then literally like three months later, they just were like, okay, well, now we're allowing out of state companies to come in. And-
0: yeah. Cause they, they changed the wording of the, of the legislation. Yeah. I remember, like it, it changed cause they had that, um, had a meeting on that and it was kind of controversial you know it was kind of like oh I don't know about that but now what happened is we didn't think what was going to happen on the local government side so the local government have been allowed to create certain rules that have allowed the out-of-state entities to thrive even more like here in Cruces we have that 300 foot rule well the out-of-state entities usually have more money And so they're allowed to play the waiting game, pay all the stuff and pay for the fees because here you can still be within 300 feet. You just need a special use permit. So like they still get it anyway. It's just more steps and the out-of-state entities are getting it over the in-state people who are born and raised here. And so I kind of feel that, you know, we need to really go back and kind of look at that because, you know, there's chat of people wanting to close licensing. I'm like, well, you still have New Mexicans trying to get in because they're stuck in this red tape that you guys – inadvertently or inadvertently, um, either whichever one it is, created. You yeah. know, like it, it's it's here, it needs to change. And you know, um we're kind of just finally starting to see, you know, the implications
1: of what we um put into this law. So yeah, yeah,
0: it's definitely something we're gonna be looking at for a
1: while. Yeah, I hope they don't stop licensing because then it's just gonna turn into the same thing of what liquor licenses did for so long. Yeah, where they only printed so many and then you end up having to go and buy a liquor license for half a million dollars yeah. you know what I mean at yeah. one point the package licenses got over a million dollars and nobody could afford them except for big entities or mm-hmm. big corporations that were coming in from out of town and then it, the few mom and pop stores that bought them back in the 80s or 70s yeah those were the only ones that held on to them mm-hmm. but it's it turned into a mess and then what ended up happening is that they went and they created that ten thousand dollar license and then it pissed all the people that thought that they had the retirement and you know what i mean and then that devalued the license so Mm -hmm. i think that they should just leave it open and it's kind of like uh me and a couple of buddies were talking about you know it's kind of that's the american way of mm, survival of the fittest Mm -hmm. if you're a good business person you're going to make it work and you're going to make it you're going to find your 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 niche and you're going to stick with it and hopefully you thrive and if not you know i mean sometimes that's the way stuff works out and even with us we've been open for a year and there's you know 10, 10 dispensaries in Silver City. There's only ten thousand people in the whole town, so that's a thousand for what every license. There's a thousand people, and that's yeah. not even the thousand smokers. There might yeah. be only five thousand smokers, so yeah. then it's five hundred. You know what I mean? So there might be even, even more further, it's yeah. cutting it down. And there's tons mm-hmm. of growers, man. There's so many growers, and it's kind of funny. And then there's the people that they just grow on their own, which is mm-hmm. cool. We we support all of it. You yeah. know what I mean? We want the main issue of what we're trying to do is get rid of the stigma and to first and foremost, it's like cannabis is a medicine. You know what I mean? So we want people to have availability to their medicine or whether even if it's recreational, but something that fits them properly. You know what I mean? To where it's like, even with me, I can't smoke everything. Some stuff has different effects on me and I'm like, you know, like Smokey in the birdcage, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. it, it's it's um, to find the right fit and to get knowledgeable people and to educate the public and to educate even our bud tenders on our product. And that's one of the reasons why we grow a lot of our stuff because, you know, we, we know exactly what we're doing with our product, the stuff that we grow, the stuff that we infuse, the stuff that you know, whatever we're making, we have really great knowledge, but then also to get with people that are also knowledgeable on the product that they're, what they, what they're growing or producing. Yeah. So that way we carry that. And I think that's just one of the biggest things, but it's, um it's fun, man. Yeah. Like yeah, it, it is. I and, it. you know,
0: to talk about that, you know, you were talking about, you know, you guys grow and I was, that was going to be one of my questions. Do you guys carry only
1: your cannabis or do you have other people? No. Cannabis so we, we, we try to deal with, we try to support as many farmers as we possibly can so right now we're harvesting about every two months probably around 15 to 25 pounds mm-hmm. just depending on on uh what strains we're growing um so even with that we hold on to some of it and we do some of our infusions with it or we make our distillates. But we get other flour from other farmers so like again we've we've gotten stuff from matchbox here in las cruces we've gotten stuff from uh, premier cannabis which they do some wholesaling we've done stuff with um um uh, i don't know High lonesome okay the monsoon cannabis we've worked with uh, true roots out of albuquerque we've worked with uh, happy out of albuquerque we've
0: I guess um, so you guys are spreading it, spreading it out you know we, we try around. to buy yeah.
1: i think that's why we try to buy as much different flour and products that we can i mean even with edibles we work with high five edibles we mm-hmm. work with uh, the kitchen those are two of the main ones assurance labs we try to work with everybody. And that's why I say even when you come into our shop, it's small. Yeah. We have such a broad variety of different products and farms and, and manufacturers because it would be boring if it was just our stuff. And granted, yeah. our stuff is like it is quality stuff. But at the end of the day, there's so many talented people in the industry that have been waiting for this, like I said, forever. Yeah. And and that was even in the medical industry before, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, and that they were – just really good manufacturers you know what i mean and, and we work with them closely and we're always willing to work with other people and we even want to get our product out to other people too and that's where even with we're going to start doing a little bit more wholesaling and stuff like that too with with our flower infused products um we're gonna get into the edible uh licensing so we have our uh we have our class 4 manufacturing license but we only do up to class 3 just because we don't have enough space for some of the equipment, but as far as making edibles, you know, we're going to start getting into all that stuff and kind of just getting our brand and, and uh, our product a little bit more out there because nice. we don't have it in very many places.
0: Yeah. I mean, and, and being in silver, you know, it's kind of tucked away, Yeah, you know, it's, it's, a little harder to, to get out cause it's kind of just in its own area. It's a hidden <laughs> gym. Yeah. Buddy. It's a little hidden area. I love, I love yeah. going there. It's a little cooler. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like, uh, i wouldn't say reverse rio because i guess there's just less tree coverage yeah um but you're still high altitude it's
1: cooler yeah it's about seven seven thousand yeah feet above sea level like the town uh, itself is like right around like 55 but once you get up into the mountains it's around 775 um it is cooler it's nice and there's like a lot of lakes there's uh, bill Evans, there's lake roberts there's tons of rivers like Evans. yeah <laughs> there's tons of rivers dude there's hot springs there's the cliff dwellings the catwalk we get tons of people going out there to hunt it's a it's a hidden gem my 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 dad's family's been out there actually like their whole entire life so. really i have no idea where else they're from <laughs> so that's where they're i always say 1850 but it probably before that yeah like, it's my dad's had a family's like that's where they're from yeah so that's what took me out there um and uh yeah I enjoy it but it is it's one of those little hidden things and if you're gonna go to silver it's not by accident yeah you're going to silver because you're going to Silver for a reason yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean i go there yeah. for fishing so That's hopefully people yeah. go there for uh buffalo butt no. nice yeah you yeah. can
0: get a get a you know infused steak yeah. <laughs> you know you're not just getting some flour yeah. when you go to the shop you can go down to the consumption and get some food exactly so before we start looking at your product because i, I want to check this out how's the insurance for like a consumption lunch i've been wanting to ask someone that but you know
1: that so just depending we are insured so it was hard to find insurance in the very beginning here in New Mexico because nobody in the very beginning insured it.
0: Rachel's so, the only one I know of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And now we are with the insurance company. We're still with it. We're with the insurance company out of California. Mm-hmm. And um, it's about like. Sixteen to fourteen thousand dollars a year. Okay. For but it, for the for the consumption lounge, and that's with everything. So yeah. they, they they insure your consumption lounge, your retail, your grow everything. That's cool. So then. yeah, but it, I mean that's
0: it's pricey, but I'm, at the same time, it's kind of worth
1: it. It know? is. Yeah. It is, and it's always good to have insurance, but it, it's it's crazy. Like, yeah. And I'm like, fuck yeah, yeah they, 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 exactly because it's, it's a lot of fucking cash yeah, no it and, is. It, and this industry isn't cheap you no know, it's not mean, you know you
0: still have cheap. the state taxes then you have the federal taxes you have to pay oh. that illegal drug dealer tax yep. you know um and that is what's really killing the industry especially like in California You know, so the reason why a lot of people go to the black market there so you
1: can't claim nothing no you you can't you can't claim it but you got to pay for it yeah exactly yeah you have your workers but you got to pay your federal tax on all your employees yeah and you can't claim any of them but I mean there is some kind of the like when you're in the cultivation and you're in manufacturing you can claim some of those people. You just can't claim any of the stuff in the retail, and that's because it's that's the distribution side. God. So there's that again, those areas, and that's where even with my accounting, we're like going and picking through all the, you know what I mean, fine line, and 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 making sure what we're doing as a company is legal too, and uh, it's kind of it's stressful in a sense too, because you don't want to mess up and you don't want to, you don't want to mess up anything of what you're doing and throw it all away because you're passionate about your dream. And I hope, I hope they, I hope they make it federally legal man. Yeah. I think that, I think that when they do that, it would open up a lot of stuff. And I also feel that New Mexico is going to become a big Mecca of, uh, that center point yeah. throughout the whole U.S. once it does go federally legal. Oh, people and, are waking up to us right yeah, now, you know, barely. <laughs> yeah. Well, I kind of hope it stays out. Me too. Like, you know I mean? like, yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I I like New Mexico. That's the part of the best part about New Mexico. It's not overpopulated. It's still very rural. Um, you know what I mean? It's like kind of like the last of the untouched and uh, I hope they wake up to it, but I hope they don't, I guess certain things they try to change it into but then other stuff they don't because
0: i tell people that all the time mm-hmm. i said this isn't colorado this isn't nevada this isn't california mm-hmm. this is not washington state yeah. this is new mexico we're our own thing yeah. and when you bring stuff from those other states usually it doesn't work here yeah you know and it, there's a reason why you know and we're very used clicky to, we're yeah. Used, yeah we're yeah. used to our ways dude. yeah yeah and we're mean, used to our ways it's been like that for hundreds of thousands of you know if not thousands of years yeah. you know yeah. like we just that's how we've been in our ways. So. Um, but yeah, anyway, I want to want to give you a chance to, you know, show your product, product off because you brought a bunch of cool things with us. So we yeah. can get Gino to pop that camera down and we can show some product off right here. So looks like he brought some t-shirts today, some hats, some flowers, some pre-rolls, and we got some stickers, some slaps right here. Yeah. Can get the camera, go a little bit more to the, um, the other direction. Right. There we go. Cool.
1: Thank you. So these are just our hats that were uh, made here locally in Las Cruces. They're just some Buffalo Bud hats. It's uh, made by Frankie Duran here in uh, Las Cruces. He's actually a local firefighter, but he also has his hat company Then he does that. And he makes these uh, hats for us. And then these are um, some slaps, some stickers. This design was done by, uh, that one was done by D2 design here in Las Cruces. And then this one was done by uh, box car stickers out of Silver City. So it's the little space buffalo. We've gone. I like the space bubble a So lot. do I, <laughs> bro. And we always, we've we've always gone things because everyone's like, oh, everyone's trying to make it all space, and I'm like, who cares? New Mexico's like, about space. We've is. been a
0: part of space since
1: pretty much the inception of yeah, space in the like, States. Yeah, like they freaking test the nuclear bomb. Like, yeah, actually in Goddard right, too, they yeah. were he was testing the rockets. You know, he was yeah.
0: in you know in eastern New Mexico. So we've had a long history, and Alamogordo has the space museum yeah you know exactly. so we were in crucis there's even a sign around town you know great place for space yeah so why not yep, you know like not? i would say embrace it you know yeah. embrace the alien embrace the space i'm a fan of space yeah so yeah. Maybe, maybe i'm a little
1: biased <laughs> I, have, I, I have family in roswell dude. that's, probably, yeah. <laughs> that's all i gotta hear <laughs> we're, 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 we're martians bro nice so this is a got bud t-shirt that we made up but we just thought it was kind of cool it Has that that has our Logo. Nostalgic. Yeah. It has our logo <laughs> on the back of it. Um these were printed by um Morning Star there in uh, Silver City, New Mexico. These uh t-shirts are our original t-shirts that were made by D2 Designs here in uh, Las Cruces as well. And uh yeah, man, we just try to show love to both Las Cruces and Silver just cuz like I said we have strong roots in both both towns. This is some of our uh, prepackaged packaged flower. This yep. is our this is our blueberry muffin. I don't know if you could uh see that, but yeah, you gotta smell it. Oh, and the I, smell wish is it, really I wish I wish it was yeah. smell vision. Yeah, so yeah. we actually got second place in uh, Indica flower in the Essie uh, awards Oh, awards okay. for that. So this one in Essie? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Second place. The second place, Essie. Yeah, yeah. And then um I should have brought, we actually the funny part is is for the SE Awards, we uh, won Best Dispensary in the Southwest Quadrant. Okay. Yeah, and I was so busy PRing, like I was passing out flyers and cards and all that stuff, and they announced our name, and we didn't even hear yeah. that we won. <laughs> so <laughs> it was kind of like a just go show up and then come back home. Yeah. And when I was driving back to Silver City, Zach from uh, Messiah Valley Extracts, yeah, he he uh, calls me and he's all like, congrats dude and i was like congrats for what <laughs> and he was like dude you guys want best dispensary in the southwest and we're like quadrant and uh, i thought they were messing around with yeah. me and, and he was like no for real bro like we like started clapping and we're like dude yeah, hell yeah and, and you were like nowhere to be found and <laughs> i was so focused on just like making connections with different manufacturers and growers mm-hmm. and stuff like that and didn't even expect and to win, you know what yeah. I mean? Especially with how many people were in the the nominations, yeah. you know what I mean? It was it was pretty crazy, but um yeah, it was it was pretty cool. And shout out to a Kerple magazine <laughs> now because they're 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 dope. yeah, Ortiz. yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they're good. They're they're good. They're good people. Yeah, Monica Chavis and. Yeah yeah and all stuff I've known yeah. her for years yeah we go, we go back yeah <laughs> super 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 dope people dude and I just like I was like dang thank you guys they're like yeah man they're like we were shocked on how many votes you got they're like because it, especially it's silver and it's some yeah. little hidden thing but I think that just because even some of our roots here in Crucis like there's probably people that never went to our dispensary that just voted for us just because of you know what I mean? Just the name and the logo, maybe? Yeah, yeah maybe knows? that yeah. too, bro. Maybe. Yeah, you seen the buffalo. You don't yeah. see that a lot
0: in the state, you know? No, yeah. so the re-
1: the reason behind that is we uh, bought the old uh, buffalo bar
0: there oh. in silver.
1: So we our plan with that is it's a 20,000 square foot building. And what we want to do is build a weed co-op Got inside it. of that building. And that way we could get local farmers and maybe people that can't afford to open up their dispensary and stuff like that. Sure, where we have a small little like cubicle thing so mm-hmm. that where they could go in there like a farmer's market almost. Yeah, like, like a 10 by 20 room or something yeah, like that, And they know. can have their own little shop. But yeah, man. So that's where the the name came from with this. That's cool. But uh, this is platinum diesel and uh just smells really good. And um yeah, it's good quality product, all of our stuff uh tests in between the that one tested at 23%. And then the blueberry muffin this time around tested at 28%. And we've had kind of stuff a little bit all over the spectrum. We've had stuff test at 29. We've tested stuff, you know, a couple different times because we've gone tests that come back at like 30 and we're like, oh, let's, let's really, cause we want to be open and honest, even with the public, you know what I mean? About what we're growing. It's all good and great to get high THC scores, but you know what I mean? We want to make sure that it's accurate. And yeah, it, we've gotten it kind of all over the place. And our terpene profiles come in anywhere between 1.98. the next question. Yeah. <laughs> so that, and that's what a lot of people don't understand. It's not always about the THC percentage. Yeah. It's the terpene profiles and what they come in at. And we've got that's the one thing that I can say. Our terps come in amazing. Oh, I can smell it. Yeah. You, you know, can you know, smell yeah. it. And, and we flush our plants right. We do we feed all of our stuff like, you know, properly and it's a it's all a process and it's a science it's not just watering plants and and uh doing stuff like that we've been blessed to be working with some really talented people within the industry and picking their brains you know what i mean of saying all right well what do you think or what should we do here And, and building those collaborations with people because like you said in the beginning that's what that's what this industry is about and and maybe not sharing all your secrets but you know what i mean like showing some stuff and we've got it pretty good but again our turps come in anywhere between like 1.98 all the way up to like 3.9 oh wow. yeah that's good the, this one tested at a 3.2 and then the platinum diesel it this even though it came in lower thc it tested at a 2.98 yeah so it's it's they're they're good terpene profiles i'm I'm like, I want to hit four percent terpene profiles. Yeah, so yeah. You hear that you're like, oh, a perfect growth is gonna be four four percent, four to five percent. 4 5 percent i am like, damn, we're far yeah. off. So uh, but yeah, we're just building, man, just building and trying to get our product out there and do that stuff. And then these are some uh pre-rolls. infused pre-rolls that uh we just launched and they've been doing really, really good. We can't even keep these in the shelves and we uh they test anywhere between thirty-nine to forty-four percent. So they're key, uh, dissolate and whole flower pre rolls, okay. and then we add the extra terpenes nice. um, that that we use yeah. to to flavor them. So we do that, and people seem to love them right now. We, we carry them at a Dr. Green Organics. That's okay. the sole location that we carry them here in uh, Las Cruces, and then we Shout uh, out to them. yeah, and then we um, carry in. Uh, one dispensary up in Albuquerque. Um, it's actually the Seven Points. Their dispensary, so we put them in there, and uh, then we carry them in two of the dispensaries there in uh, Silver City. So we carry them at a Happy Herb, and then we carry them at a. They're gonna be picking them up at a BOA, and then the third one is going to be a DNS holistics there in Hurley New Mexico nice so, yeah. so you guys are kind of
0: you know spreading out is, is
1: it just these or do you guys have other we products? have we have our flower in DNS and then we have our flower in happier BoA just barely picked up their uh, some of our product and it's just the just the infuse yeah and again we don't wholesale a lot of our flour because we turn it into other products so we're hoping to wrap up yields. So that way we could start wholesaling our flour because I want to get into Crucis a little bit more, but I also want to wait till the...
0: The bubble's done its harm. <laughs> <it's>, yeah, <laughs> dude, it's crazy. It's I taking like, people out, man. It is. And yeah. it, but
1: it, again, it's... That's part of the business. Part of of it. It's healthy for, actually yeah. for the industry. And that's the same way... sad even, as it is. Yeah, and that's <laughs> the same way even in, in Silver, You know what I mean? There's There was supposed to be 14 dispensaries total but some of them just couldn't get off off the ground and 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 do what they needed to do and there's nothing wrong with that you know what i mean and and, um it's just you know if you could survive it then that means that you're you're doing good and Mm -hmm. we might we whoever knows you know what i mean we might be doing good for this year and the next year you you don't ever know in any business exactly in any business so i just think that it's uh we started small for a reason yeah and it was just to like make sure that you know take it step by step yeah. and uh not to try to compete with some of the bigger guys because you, you know what i mean you, yeah. when you do stuff like that you're just you're gonna fail naturally yeah and
0: the pie is so big yeah. you know that there's enough for for most everybody yeah. right now it's saturated but that's like
1: a natural process yeah a new industry you know, you know it's like the old micro brews dude yes when exactly. my micro became yeah. everybody including myself you know what i mean and we brewed and stuff like that and then i just thought to myself like what am i doing yeah yeah fucking know how to brew beer, dude, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, but this is a little bit different. It actually is a lot of it different. We we know we know cannabis. You know yeah. what I mean? We've been. I don't even want to say how old I was when I started first growing my first plants. You know what I mean? Yeah. and it, It's just one of those things of, you know, we know the industry, we know the the price points, and you also have to make the prices. Um, affordable because then it's like you said there's always the streets you know what i mean the black market and you want to put it at that comfortable level to where people say okay well it's not priced out of my range and they don't go to the street and they could go into your store and say all right well hey they have eight dollar pre-rolls you know what i mean that are made out of good product yeah yeah. you know what i mean or hey oh man they're selling thirty dollar grams of of wax or you know what i mean hopefully we could get the rosin prices not a little bit more down not too crazy high because yeah. some people are someone's going for over 100 bucks yeah gram, dude you know? and i'm like i get it yeah and i love it you know what i mean yeah. like if that's like even part of the reason even with our flour i'm like because you said you said uh, you sell it ten dollars a gram i think <coughs> you said? um we go so it just kind of depends um depending on the thc the terp levels and stuff like that so it, it ranges anywhere between eight to ten dollars a gram and That's then yeah, yeah. It, it totally is and then like these pre-rolls they go for anywhere when we're doing sales we sell them for twelve dollars and then when they're not on sale they're 15.50 okay so we saw that i mean and they're then, fused so that makes sense yeah yeah, yeah. and um like we have hundred dollar ounces we have 120 and twenty dollar ounces but we outsource for that flower because yeah. with this stuff, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to do it. Just, You'd be taking a huge hit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just our electricity bill. You yeah. Know what I mean, because it's yeah. it's indoor, and then we have kind of like a light depth. You've seen that little I've greenhouse yeah, yeah. area. Even with that, we have all of those those uh, high pressure sodiums, and during the winter, we're still growing during the winter, yeah. And it drops down to like 20 degrees, yeah. you know what I mean? So we have to turn on all those high pressure sodiums to keep it at 70 but they're working yeah you know what I mean so our electric bills pretty crazy but um yeah we're we're, we're affordable you know what I mean yeah. and even some of our edibles of what we do we try to price all of our edibles and our carts and our in our other infused products um at a really good price I always talk with Rob too from uh headspace and he always tells me I love the way that you you price our product at because you know we don't we don't mark it up real yeah. high and he's like that's you know what i mean it's about trying to move the volume yeah. versus you know trying to price gouge that extra ten dollars yeah he's all people think that i give you my product for a lower price because you have a price. I was like i wish you did dude right you know? <laughs> but even with him so i've known him since i was probably like eight years old dude yeah so it's just like working with good people and building those relationships and i need to get with you too man and yeah and 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 link up with you guys nothing but good things about even your guys's company bro appreciate it yeah, yeah. yeah. he's talking about crucis
0: craft can yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly. man i mean
1: that though it's, it's you know what i mean that that's it's just linking up and creating that and, and spreading out the the love and even getting you some of our flour to turn into some rosin nice do all
0: that stuff bro. yeah we're we're down to do that yeah and, you know we're ready so yeah uh, but you know I want to keep talking about Buffalo Buzz we're getting on some great conversations yeah, though yeah we enough. keep going on no 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 don't apologize you know I just want to keep going with you you know what you guys got so
1: do you have any online ordering um I don't so we're building our we're building our website right now okay um I've been saying that for the last year but uh we really are I just want to make sure that again I'm I'm like OCD yeah so i just want to make sure that everything that we do we do it correctly Mm -hmm. um we're gonna probably jump on with uh weed maps um to just get an online platform and to link with somewhere yeah Yeah. to do stuff like that but my my main focus was just focusing on the quality of the store and what we're doing there so that way well when the website rolls out you know what i mean Mm -hmm. they uh they're getting a good product. Yeah, and it's not
0: glitchy or laggy. Yeah, or, you know, I took my money. Yeah, well, <laughs> not just that, but even just
1: perfecting the product of what we have. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't want to sell. I don't like cussing when I'm doing these type of things, but so I weren't selling shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's and, fair. and getting good, getting good product. So yeah.
0: that's good. I mean, I'm glad that you know you guys are willing to wait to do it right. Yeah, that's that's a, that's always good to hear. Yeah. Um, do you have any events
1: or anything coming up? Yeah, so we have an event coming uh, August nineteenth and that's we're actually partnering with the university okay and uh which is western new mexico they're like fully supportive of what we're doing and they're doing kind of a back to school event and they want us to be a co-host of the event so we're doing that and then we uh are working with the new mexico uh cannabis chamber Mm -hmm and they are actually looking on doing a harvest fest in silver city october 14th we're looking at okay so, so I'm ben Lewinger there yeah <laughs> yeah exactly yeah i know ben well. yeah so we're working on that and then i'm actually working with monique mm-hmm. um to have the southwest kind can, of can, can, can cannabis events right mm-hmm. that's and we're going to be bringing down her event company to be hosting some events. I'm probably going to shoot this spring. We were trying to do it earlier, but uh, we had some stuff going on with our family. so I had to push it back. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, it happens. But those are pretty much all the events, man. And we're constantly, we're constantly having live music out on the patio there at a uh, Buffalo Bud. Constantly doing, you know, sponsoring events, whether they're concerts or comedy shows yeah. and all that stuff. So we're always trying to, trying to just get involved and be involved with the community. That's good, you know, because, yeah. you know, some
0: places they kind of refuse to get involved with the community. I don't really know why, because you only do good for yourself and the community when you do that It's an yeah. ecosystem. Yeah. You know, the, the better the community does, the better you do, you know, and then vice versa. Yeah. <laughs> Every yeah. now and then you got to take a turpin yeah, yeah. break. Yeah. Uh, may, may, may pop that. Wait, they're wait.
1: childproof, bro. That's how,
0: that's how you know they're childproof. Oh, that, smell, that does smell good. It smells good, huh? Oh my god, which one is this one? Which one is it? Uh, it's a peach OG strawberry yeah. lemonade. That does smell really yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, here, here. that's Turkey we break. Wedding,
1: wedding cake gushes. Mm, yeah. 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 Yeah, I like that.
0: Ooh, yeah. Definitely good. So um, yeah, but um tripping break over. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, can you let everybody know before we move on um, where you're located at, your hours operations and everything?
1: Yeah. So we're right in the like heart of downtown Silver City. It's 910 um, North Pope Street and um, Silver City, New Mexico. And then our uh, phone number there is 575-597-0420. So 420 <laughs> uh, yeah it's pretty dope dude they that's act cool. the phone company actually asked because they knew what we were doing they're like hey you want this number i was like yeah that's kind of that's <laughs> cool. like, thanks, for yeah, thanks for asking <laughs> yeah so uh yeah we're right there and uh again we're in dr green okay Organics. Yeah, green. yeah you could get the infused joints we have that there they want some of our uh flour too and hopefully we'll be getting some of that stuff in there but just taking yeah. it slow the fire's no the flower's pretty fire you know yeah. I smelled a few your few, few jars back at the grove so yeah it's good to hear um, I'm leaving some of this stuff for you guys too, oh so. I appreciate yeah. that
0: man hell yeah that's, that's always great to, to have um what, what are the hours of operation though
1: so we're open uh Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m till 9 a.m okay and then uh Sundays from 10 a.m till 4 p.m okay and uh we're looking to extend the hours on Sunday but for right now, there's just till four PM. Yeah, that's not bad anyway. Yeah, you know, Sunday's pretty chill day. Yeah, you know? seven
0: days a week. Yeah, especially in a small town. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, so,
1: yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty. If you're around in Silver, go out there. It's it's a nice little place.
0: Yeah, check it out. You know, you got a little consumption lounge. You can hang out and get some steaks. So I really appreciate you joining me today. and yeah, dude. You know, having this great conversation about Buffalo Buds and the history and everything, and you know, your background in restaurant and and all that, you know, really kind of resonates. And it kind of you know helps you out in the industry because you kind of know what you're getting into but you yeah. know, at the same time it's still a little different yeah it's 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 there's similarities but it
1: is a lot different the regulations are totally different oh yeah night and day different totally different <laughs> so and uh we don't have to send our uh food to get labbed yeah right yeah you know i don't, <laughs> I don't have to go take this piece of steak off and yeah. send it to a lab you know yeah, yeah that, that would be
0: kind of hilarious right so but yeah, um, thanks. Thank you again for joining me. We're going to continue the conversation, and I'll try to get out of here because we were talking for a hot minute. Okay. So um, I mean, it's it's all right. I mean, that's I'm, what we're here for. We're here for yeah, conversations, man. I'm good. Dude. Yeah. Um, so moving on, we're going to be talking about um, Cookies, the company from California. It Looks like they're going to be coming to New Mexico, and it is confirmed. Um, it's been a rumor for you know past year or so. We've, I heard about it. You know, I'm pretty sure everybody heard about it, and we were kind of just wondering when and where. And through a post from Instagram from Vital Mech. Um, I guess he's from Bloom. Um, and I guess Bloom and Cookies are collaborating or some something like that. He had a picture of himself in, in a grove. And he said, Albuquerque, we're coming, blah, blah, blah. But I also had word that there is um, in Southern Park, little, a.k.a. Little Dubai, um, there's a building down there that, you know, it looks like it's going up and they have um, a city council hearing for it. So that could be a Cookies place there because... To be honest, that would probably be one of the smartest places that they can take Cookies is Albuquerque and Sunland Park. Yeah, you know those two areas because Sunland Park's kind of still getting set up. Yeah. you know it's like there's still a lot of people out there, and um, um, I mean Cookies has mixed review reputation. You know, from what I've seen myself, I've never had Cookies. I can't really say for myself how good it is, how good it isn't, um, personally. Uh, but I do know that some people hate it, some people love it. Some, but what I think the issue is. They're, in, they're an MSO, so they're in different states. And so, not every grower is going to grow like the one in California. Yeah.
1: So, you have inconsistencies, yep. you know? Uh, I think that that's the biggest thing, of, even with companies coming in from out of state, is that it's not the original. You yeah. know what I mean? But people got to understand that's like, I always revert to restaurants. It's like the original Ruth Chris. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like the one that's probably in El Paso. Yeah. So, it, I think it's good. I think it's going to bring in a lot of, open a lot of doors, a lot of jobs. You yeah. know what I mean? And stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I've had cookies. I, I, I'm i neutral, bro. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I think that it's great. I think that it's going to make, again, a lot of people step their game up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that uh, there's going to be mixed reviews. There's probably going to be people that will be like, ah, it's not that great. You know yeah. It's mean? like, ah, oh, it's whatever. Yeah. You know, This and that. And, yeah. You know again it's the same thing you're going to pay for the product mm-hmm. you know what i mean and you're paying for the name yeah because you know. cookies isn't cheap i no. mean we went to the opening uh the one on rodeo drive mm-hmm. and the prices were how much for an eighth i didn't even i walked out because the prices <laughs> were so high I'm like, I'm not, I'm not. i don't I, know i'm like this is cool it's nice yeah um i had to ask my little cousin he's the one that went in there and he bought stuff but I mean, they're probably like, I think they said they're like around like 80 or 90 bucks for an eighth or something like that. (laughs) Oh, wow. I could be, I could, I don't want to misquote, dude, but I'm almost pretty sure. And again, it is on Rodeo Drive, so I couldn't even imagine what the rent
0: is for that.
1: But that's, to me, that's crazy. You know what I mean? And I think that that's where you're going to find that market for everybody. There's going to be people that go in and they're going to buy. That yeah, and then there's gonna be the people who are like, hell no, I'm gonna pay thirty dollars. Yeah, know what yeah, I mean? like, like what f- you know, that's I know. what I'm gonna do. Yeah. It's but it's the same type of people that you know, they won't buy a bottle of of aces ace of spades. You know what I mean? Or they won't buy, uh, you know, Don P. Yeah, they're like, cooks is cool for me. Yeah, I'm one of those people. Yeah, I, I'm cooks. I'm yeah. like, uh, give me a bottle of champagne, it all tastes the same. Yeah, but um. I guess it all depends on the thing, but I think that that's pretty cool that they're coming
0: in. Yeah, you know, and, you know, like we open it up for everybody. There's a bunch of other MSOs that are here. Swazi's yeah. here, and they're buying up other companies. I don't know if Cookies is going to be kind of coming in with that same platform. I think they are established enough in the industry with their name that they don't need to do that. Yeah. Unlike Swazi, who, you know, people are like, oh Swazi. Yeah. You know, but they just buy up different MSOs and kind of keep the name or the different companies and kind of keep those names. So I think yeah. that's another reason why because in in Oklahoma cookies kind of didn't do well but they're so saturated in Oklahoma it's more saturated than a swamp yeah you know it's it's crazy there and so that probably could be a reason why and the fact that they probably just didn't have a good grower you know like because they bring all the genetics to the grower and he's allowed to grow it um and you know who who knows The, the grower just couldn't have been good and you know they could be clicky like new mexico and say screw out of state people you know yep. that could be the issue so i'm interested to see what's going to happen with cookies here in new mexico
1: i think they're going to do good you see i do lot, too you see a lot of people wearing their apparel yeah you know what i mean supporting their backpacks yeah wearing their shirts, shirts sweats with a hundred dollar sweats socks, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah Fifty dollar socks yeah. <laughs> yeah so i think i think they'll do all right i'm yeah. like buy my shirt it, for 25 bucks though bro. yeah no, just kidding. And keep but it local, it, keep <laughs> it local. Uh, i think it's all good competition you know what i mean yeah i think that doing that type of stuff and it's like what you said if they don't get a good grower you know what i mean and or to like hit that type of quality of what cookies is supposedly known for mm-hmm. you know they might they might not do well yeah you know what I mean? you so, know
0: because we're getting picky here new mexico yeah. cannabis is improving you yeah. know at a very fast rate it um, is you know it's it it's, is. it's crazy how quick our cannabis is getting the the hash game here is almost comparative to you know it's under california probably second oh. too because the the hash game here is ridiculous yeah i went to the hash and hedges event and yeah man there's so much good
1: hash in yeah the state. oh well, you wow. just see it it's just clean yeah you're like what the yeah yeah right. it's
0: ridiculous right. so but yeah that, that's a, that's it about you know cookies that's you know there's really not much too much to talk about it if you guys don't know who cookies is uh the rapper burner he's the the owner of the, the company who, from what i understand he could be partner with the company you know you know how business works yeah. um but you know he he promotes it very well you know he has a very good marketing team and he markets you know the, the brand well um if you're a fan of the the product cool i've never tried it so i can't really make you know yeah. a, a judgment myself you know i've heard mixed reviews so. i just
1: tried one of their vape carts.
0: okay oh there you go yeah. <laughs>
1: it tastes like a vape cart. <laughs> yeah yeah it's a, vape carts, a vape card no yeah. matter where you go right yeah, never you know tried the flower nah but you know what i mean there, it wasn't it wasn't I mean it was it was cool yeah it's
0: it's more of a niche thing i kind of feel you know more than anything so but yeah but moving on we're going to be talking about patient numbers in the medical cannabis patient program here in new mexico as you guys know we've been a um new mexico has been a medical cannabis um state since around 2007 that's when the governor signed the bill around you know it takes about a year or two for everything to kind of get set up Um, but we didn't really start getting dispensaries till around 2010 i believe 2011. and so now we're here fast forward now to today the medical cannabis program has changed. It's improved a little bit. Um, we have adult cells, and the patients that we have today is not the same patients that we had um, a year ago. And what I mean is the patient numbers. So the numbers are starting to dwindle uh, more and more every month. Uh, but when we, when I first got into the program, I was patient eight thousand something. You know, this was like two thousand thirteen. Um. Do you have your? I do. Yeah. I don't
1: know. I I've never looked at my patient number.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, back in the day, you were able to tell. There was like what the way the number was. You know, they yeah. They showed me like here, this is your patient number. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm patient eight thousand something. That's cool. And so you know, we went from eight thousand all the way to one hundred and thirty five thousand at its peak last year. So last year around June, July, we hit one hundred thirty five. And then after that, it just started to drop every really? month. Yeah, we started to see a drop every month after that. And then now. Last year, we, like I said, we're 135. Same month this year, 99000 And so, you know, it's dropped at Alamo Borto-sized town. You would That's, think that it would be more. You would because there's so Maybe. many perks to having your medical card. Yeah. <laughs> well, the main one is you don't pay the tax. Yeah, you know, you, you save 20% off the bat no matter yeah. where you go. You know, it's not like just select places. It's no matter where you go. As a dispensary, as a retail,
1: we prefer medical yeah. patients because it's like – Dealing with less taxes, Texas, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean. It's just less any of that stuff. Yeah, but that's crazy. Yeah, we try to promote it. I mean, a, we we try to get the the nurse practitioners in mm-hmm. to come in and and to renew cards, and mm-hmm. we offer that service. But I think that maybe people are just like ah. It's too much of a hassle. Yeah, and I think
0: people are still in the, on the assumption that we were waiting thirty days for a physical card. No, yeah. it's all digital now. Yeah. I had my card within forty-eight hours of seeing my doctor. You know, wow. like it was really fast. I've never received my medical cannabis card in the ten year I've been ten years I've been in this program that fast, and that was great. And I like that it's on my phone because I can't lose my card. You know, like I can lose my phone, but I just re-download
1: the document I from the know. internet. I need to look at my, my renewal date. So I, say, Dude, that's, that's it. I, I the, the main one that I used to go with was just the the personal grow. Yeah, the PPO, The PPL. Yeah, yeah. I always made sure that I renewed that because mm-hmm. I always wanted to have our plants. That way we could have them. But,
0: and you have a little bit more legal protections. Yeah. You know, like with that. Even with your medical cannabis card regularly.
1: They should have kept that program, I feel, though. The... Even though it's legal, you know what I mean? I still feel that you have more protection when it is, like you said, when it's medical, Yeah, it's your
0: medicine. And so. I, I was a big proponent of, yeah, we could do that, but we shouldn't go through the process of having to do another application. If you're a medical cannabis patient, I kind of feel you should get that protection yep. right off the bat. You yep. know, the same ones that we got with the PPL without having to apply for a yep. PPL because that was just a nightmare. Um, at the time, I was renting, so I had to get written permission from Probably my landlord. landlord. Yeah. And that was kind of a pain because not everybody wants to do that, you oh. know. And even if I'm just growing outside in a in a pot, you know, Forage I had to do that.
1: signature, didn't you? No, no, no was she, she was fine with it. She was
0: cool with it. Luckily. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> luckily, anything. my okay. landlord was cool. And I actually ended up buying the house from her. Really. <laughs> yeah. And so they gave me a good deal. Right. Forza signature. It's like, not been fraud on this. <laughs> so, but you know, the patient numbers, you know, that they are a little alarming. Um, but we were only at a peak about a year ago of the whole program. Um, You know, it was only 135,000. We're at 99 now. It could go back up, you know, if people start realizing that I want to save 20%, you know, at the store, you know, and sometimes they give you even a more of a discount or a different menu price, you know, like this is recreational price. This is medical cannabis
1: price, you know, and that's kind of what you're seeing. Yeah, we don't, we just do one solid price, but I, we always tell the guests like, You know if you get your medical card you could get a you are not paying that extra 20 percent yeah you know what i mean so they're like oh really and that's a lot of it and some of them are people that have medical issues and they just don't want to see the doctor yeah you know what i mean and i'm like i i would yeah i would too it's not like the
0: doctor's gonna go poke you with a needle you know it's
1: not that like that
0: you know that's not the way those yeah um Appointments really work, you know. No. Yeah, they're, they're really assessing, they're looking at your documentation, and yeah. then you know, they may examine a little further, whatever you, you're you trying to qualify for, but it's really not that yeah. intrusive at all. No, not um, at all. And it really doesn't take that long 20, 30 minutes at the yeah. most. Um, and you know, there's just way more perks. Like, I'm, I'll, I'll list them right now. So, you're allowed to possess more than someone who doesn't have a medical cannabis card. Um, someone who doesn't have a medical cannabis card, they're allowed two ounces outside of your, their home, you're allowed eight ounces. Um, you also get more legal protections. You get the employment protection. Now, I have some issues with the employment protection because I feel it doesn't go far enough. Um, but here in the state, we have so many federal contracts and you know so many jobs that are federal that it makes it a little hard to do that. But I, I kind of feel like some jobs are still able to uh, discriminate. You know, just the way that it's written. It can, it's like, well, you can, but you don't have to, you know, kind of thing. And, you know, that's something that kind of worries me. I feel like if you have a medical cannabis card, you know, you shouldn't be discriminated against like that. Because no. I've been discriminated against, you know, because I have a medical cannabis
1: card. I don't think that anybody really in the workplace should be discriminated. As long as they're not coming in, like, stoned out of their minds. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're functioning. And that was kind of always the rule that we always had. Not necessarily with this, but any of other businesses that we did was, you know, People are gonna if if they smoke, they're gonna they're gonna smoke. Yeah. And all of I grew up with all my uncles. You know what I mean? They had smoked, and, and for me, it was kind of like normal. But it was one of those things of just don't be getting high at work. Yeah. You know what, it's what like I mean? Like don't get drunk at work. Yeah. You know, it's exactly. Just, it's just two simple rules. But isn't that funny how yeah. if someone does come in drunk at work, it's kind of like not frowned on? Is? But I mean, unless they laugh they're like, at it more than anything. Yeah. yeah. Unless they're like. hammered Hammered. yeah like blacked out yeah Yeah. and and that's what i mean i think there's just that level of all right you know what i mean if it's for someone that has an issue you know what i mean is a medical issue and that's what either brings them and calms them or allows them to focus or you know what i mean allows them to stand on a leg or something like that that might be hurt or had an old surgery or something yeah. that's wrong you know what i mean yeah. and that's what allows them to function and they could function and they do a completely good job i think that it's it should be but then there's that thing too with workman's comp that if they do test positive workman's comp doesn't cover them yeah you know what i mean and that's again where the federal things come in and it's just like they should just make it federally legal. Probably. Yeah, because at this point, you
0: know, we have to do all these workarounds, yeah. you know, and, you know, that's probably one reason why these people are like, well, I don't want to get my card. I shouldn't have to. It's legal, yeah. you know, but there are more perks, you know, even uh, something simple as going to an event. I found if I have a medical cannabis card, I'll get a discount on the ticket to get in really? or get free admission. Yeah. So a lot of places that that's how people want to promote, too. And I find that great, you know, like promote patients, you know, because this is who started it was the patients, you know, oh. this is where the, our industry comes from. So, you know, if you have a medical cannabis card, sometimes it's not even, doesn't even stop at the retail location. Sometimes you go to events, you go to other places, you get hooked up just before having it. Like if I go to Dr. Green um, and I buy some equipment, lights or whatever, I'll get a discount for having a medical cannabis card. Wow. You know, so it's, you know, things like that, you know, small things, you know, and it, and it goes pretty far. So keep that in mind if you guys are watching and you know, you're like, oh, I don't want to get my card. It's it's just I don't know, it just makes sense to me. You know, yeah. to have your medical cannabis card, in, you know, these days. Yeah. You know, I've uh, had mine. Yeah, I've, I've had mine for oh, years, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it only makes sense. So, that's all I had about the cards. I just thought it was really interesting, you know, the way the numbers of, I that that of the say it was going to go up. Oh, dude, I wish. <laughs> I predicted that it was going to drop about 50% um, last year before we went legal and really? it's dropped about a little over 25% now. Um, so it's still climbing. So we were, we're still headed towards that 50%. Right now we're about halfway that's crazy yeah yeah so we'll, we'll see where it stops you know and we kind of level out or something isn't that weird though that makes no sense it makes no sense whatsoever it should be going up, up. Yeah. <laughs> it should be going up by a lot the doctors yeah. need to get out there and push it that's yeah you, yeah you guys yeah. need to go out there and hustle yeah, yeah, yeah you you're should. the ones doing these cards no shit, dude, <laughs> you don't even crazy. have to pay for it these days they can use your insurance yeah you know it's, it doesn't really come out your pocket well so,
1: isn't that what they were saying even too that they were trying to get it to where wasn't there that thing of like um a... Uh, medical like the insurance was covering it or something that they're trying to get insurance to cover the actual flower
0: yeah so ultra health duke he's actually in litigation with uh, i think a couple other um, spots to get insurers to pay for your cannabis because something within the law whatever yeah and you know one thing i do know about duke is he doesn't sue for no reason you know or for you know whatever you know he's usually pretty sure about it and that's where it could change, you know, that that was big because one of his lawsuits was the reason why um, workers comp has to pay for our cannabis. Now um, it's even on their website. Oh, really? Yeah. If you go to their website, I forget where it's at. If you scroll on it, medical cannabis. And they say that they have to pay for your medical cannabis because it went up to state Supreme court and they lost. Oh, and
1: so workman's comp has to pay for the medicine for the medicine, not necessarily the injury. Then
0: Yes. They have hmm. to pay for your cannabis. Um, so I'm not too sure how all the rest works, but I know I'm looking at the website one time. I was like, there's as day right there. You know, says you have to pay for your cannabis. <laughs> Thank you, do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all I to talk about the patients for this one, guys. You know, the patients are near and dear to my heart because I am one and he's one too. And a bunch of us are um, 99,000 of us are in the state. So um, if you don't have your card, go get it. You know, let's get these numbers back up and, you know, stop paying taxes. You know, you, we complain about taxes all the time. Well, here's one way to give the government a finger and not pay taxes. You know, if that's that's your you know uh, motive, M-O. yeah. If that's your MO, you know, there, there's one way. Um, so moving on, we're going to be talking about pros and cons of legalization here in New Mexico, and this is going to be the NM Area 420 edition. Um, I have a Facebook group on um, Facebook, and you know, we post all the cannabis stuff. And I asked a question last week, and um, it was name one thing, one pro that you have seen with cannabis legalization, one con that you've seen with um, cannabis legalization. So you know, I, there was quite a bit of both. And I wasn't too shocked on really the results of what I saw because none of this is what I said. You know, none of this is from, coming from me. I just took it straight off the post and what the comments is. And, you know, I didn't put verbatim, but, you know, pretty much what they meant. So one of the pros was the prices have dropped. You know, on the medical side, you know, it was pretty expensive. And even yourself, you know, 8 to $10 a gram, that's yep. great because yep. we were paying 15 to $10 a gram. Albuquerque paid way less. But that's, that's what they're saying is the prices have gone down.
1: I agree. You know, prices yeah, have gone down. Because carts were even like... 70 bucks mm-hmm. 60 bucks yeah something for ridiculous half, for like half gram cards yeah uh,
0: yeah it was it was it was crazy but now you know there's there's so much more availability you know we have um better prices which that was that was the reason why you know we, we wanted to do it that way um access we have way more access to cannabis you know before you know i've been in the program for 10 years when i first got to the program i was in alamogordo um i was living there that's where i'm from originally and uh, the only place I could get cannabis was here in Cruces. There was like one, maybe two dispensaries at the time, or Rio Doso. I had no other option of going anywhere else. And so now I can't throw a rock without hitting a dispensary. And, you know, it's saturated right now, but eventually it'll level out. But it's great to see that anywhere that I go, I can get cannabis.
1: That's the pro and the con.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Con for some people, you know, pro for me because I just feel it's more available. You know, unlike California or Colorado, New Mexico didn't allow cities to ban you know dispensaries because yeah. when, when i go visit my dad's family in colorado they're from um, florence canyon city which you know the whole county um banned you know all recreational cells and everything so i have to go to pueblo 30 minutes to get any kind of cannabis and it doesn't really make sense to me because that county is lost out on i don't know how much money you know and then the fact that it's just weird. I can go in, to the liquor store in Canyon City, but I can't go to a pot store in Canyon City. You know what I mean? And it could have changed. I haven't been there in a couple of years. It's because it's
1: the devil's grass. It's know. the devil's <laughs> grass. <laughs> that devil's let <laughs> us <life's> go. Damn it. <laughs> um,
0: so it's great that we do have access. You know, pretty much everybody in the whole state you know, has access to cannabis somewhere. And I'm, I'm glad that's something that I fought for when I was an advocate. You know, we, we, we fought and we, we just touted the access, access, access. We need access and we do now. Um, so that's great to see. Uh, another thing is everyone had the has the chance to participate. And that's something that i I saw a couple times. And I really do agree with that, too. I, I like the fact that everyone's had the chance to get in. Now, is it perfect? No, you know, there's a few things I could change to make it better. but I, I like the fact that everyone is it's kind of a little bit of a you know level playing field when you know on certain areas.
1: Yeah, I think that overall, I think it's a pretty good balance i think there's more pros than cons yeah 100 yeah i I mean to be honest with you i really can't think of any any cons other than then
0: i really can't think of any yeah well we will get uh, to those here in a little bit
1: (laughs) there are a couple
0: cons that people mention um will i or you or anybody agree with them it's up to you you know this is just what people's opinions are online um taxes taxes uh, made from cannabis is kind of helping improve the state which i agree Um, it's not the only industry that's, you know, providing that, but cannabis um, is, you know, helping. And I I, I agree, you know, mostly Texas. So thanks, Texas. um, That's, you know, buying out-of-state cannabis from us right now and, you know, helping us with those taxes. Um, How do you feel that, you know, the taxes have kind of helped so far? I mean, it's only been about a year, so we haven't really seen the real impact of it.
1: I think that the tax man waits for no man. Now. <laughs> <laughs> He's there everywhere you are. <laughs> there, you know, I, I think that it's good. Yeah. You know what I mean? As long as it goes to something beneficial for the state, whether it's education, whether it's uh, just maintenance for roads, bridges, stuff yeah. like that. I think that as long as it's used for the right thing, you yep. know what I mean? Um, there's always going to be tax, man. So yep. I think that that's the biggest thing. I just wish that the only thing that i wish that it wasn't i wish that it wasn't so high yeah so that way it for the recreational customer you know that it would be brought down and another issue that what i've seen is that it's technically like we're getting double taxed mm-hmm. because what it's the do you charge them your local option district tax rate and then you charge the tax on top of that
0: Yeah, yeah, you have so the cannabis tax on top of the regular on tax. Top of the regular that's what tax. brings it up to 20%. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, no. So it's the 20% you're charging the Yeah, it's 20%, but it's 12% mm-hmm. plus the 8, mm-hmm. but you're charging the 8% first and then the 12% on top of the
0: 8. So it, it increases it even more yeah. because not combined you're not combining You're taking yeah. the total so
1: If it's 1008, right? Yeah or yeah 1008 then they're charging the tax on top of the 1008 yeah so if you're charging the gram like that's crazy that's that's double taxing yeah so is. that's the only thing that i wish that they would just do the separation and say it's a 20% because it's actually coming out a little bit higher than 20% yeah and that's that's the only con that i could see because even when i was talking with the the ccd and the people from Biotrack, they're like, "No, this is the way that they want it." I was like, "That makes no sense." Yeah, it doesn't make. I was sense like, "You're all. getting double tax." Yeah, yeah. And it should just be a flat rate of twenty percent or whatever it is. Yeah. Because even with us, so our tax rate in Silver City is going up to nine percent. Oh no. Yeah. Ooh. So it's nine percent. So it's going to twenty-one percent. Yeah. Oh. And, and that's where I say that it's they should just be a. Like, whatever it is, but even if it is 21, just a flat 21. And
0: what's crazy is I saw a chart the other day, and it showed comparative of the taxes between all of the legal drugs we have in our nation. Coffee, tobacco, um, alcohol. And it showed cannabis next to it. Cannabis was almost 80 to 90% higher than all of those almost combined.
1: Yeah. It, it's ridiculous. Like, but, And it's like, that's what I mean. And it's probably the least harmful. Yeah. Out of besides it. Besides coffee you know what I mean, then then all of that.
0: Yeah, I agree. And you know, it's it's one of those things that we're gonna have to change. And it's something that I've been pushing for because I told them, you know, if we don't, because in a few years, our taxes are supposed to go up in cannabis. And I think it's supposed to go all the way to 30%. But if we do that, we're gonna end up shooting ourselves in the foot because that's the reason why California is having such a hard time because their taxes are just astronomical. And they keep taxing everybody everywhere they go. You know, so if, if we don't lower the taxes, because right now we're starting to see the black market shrink here in New Mexico, and it is. It is. It, you can see it. If it we is. if we allow it to increase, it's going to start inflating back open. Yep. You know, we need to get our taxes in check. We need to tax cannabis, but it needs to be reasonable. You know, and, and this 20% thing is getting a little dick
1: ridiculous. Especially because of what it's going towards. Yeah.
0: And I kind I mean? of feel like that that's a con. So I guess we'll, we'll mark that on the con side. You know, we were um, talking about it. But yeah. But yeah. But, you know, I, I could talk about taxes on that, you know, a lot. But um, so another pro that I saw was that mom and pops have a chance. Um, but I feel, and this is where my, my personal thing comes in. And a lot of people agree is they do need more plants. Um, you know, mom and pops, you know, they had the chance to really get in. But I kind of feel that micros need a little bit more plants than 200. You know like to be a little more competitive.
1: I think that they do too, because we're we're still a micro. Yeah. And um that's where I think that it if you have the space, absolutely. Yeah. And even with us, even if we had more space because when during the season, during harvest season like right now, yeah, we could allow our plants to get bigger and yeah. then we could do more yields. Yeah. But I was really hoping when they did that legislation that they were going to do that thousand.
0: Yeah, me too. The two th- I think it was yeah. 2000. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've been pushing. I said 2000 from the get. I said, yeah. they need like 2000, dude. Like 200 yeah. isn't
1: really going to do much. Yeah. And, and that's the hard part because, again, it's like with us, we're not producing enough to wholesale.
0: Yeah. And for the viewers, it's 200 flowering plants in New Mexico. We go with a flowering, um, non flowering or veg um, number. You get an unlimited amount of veg and then the the number that we state is flowering only. So yeah. um, I just wanted to put that out there.
1: Yeah. So that's, it is kind of, you know what I mean? But I think I have hope that within the next, you know, two or three years that the state's going to realize that we're really going to dial it in. Yeah. And I think that we compared to a lot of other States we're doing a lot better. Yeah. We opened up the floodgate, but I yeah. also think that it's, it's, it's a lot better than a lot of other states were doing.
0: I think we, we, what we did is we had a controlled floodgate is what we did is we let it open, but it's going to stabilize itself the way we did it. Yeah. You know, if we did it any other way, it probably wouldn't work the way it's working. Yep. You know, if it was too high of tax you know, I say 20% is actually right at that little teetering yeah. stage, you know, anything more would probably tip it over. So, you know, we didn't tax too much. know we allowed everybody in we didn't keep the licenses like millions of millions of dollars you know it's very reasonable um and so yeah we we took a lot of what these other states did and we said that didn't really work let's let's not do that and we created some things for ourselves too i mean we really are pushing and leading the way for the consumption launch thing you know that's something that i I pushed for for years um so yeah I, i really I'm glad I'm glad to see that there's there's a lot of pros going on. Um, another one is freedom to buy and smoke cannabis wherever you are. And I say that because some places have, like here in Cruces, 24-7 shops. So you you can smoke and buy cannabis whenever the hell you want. And I find that cool. Like you just, you know, if I'm visiting my parents, all right, I'm gonna go smoke weed with some friends, you know, yeah. and, you know, whatever, you know, and it's it's great. Yeah, you know?
1: and that's and I I guess that gets back to that original comment of trying to get rid of that stigma mm-hmm. with anybody that feels Opposite, you yep. know what I mean? It's like if you're at a tailgate thing, there's people cracking open beers everywhere, <laughs> <Keg stands>. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and everybody's cheering them just on, sloshed, yeah, and breaking it, tables, and, yeah. yeah just, it, but if there was a person to go and probably take a hit out of a joint, they'd be like, "What like are you doing?" Record, record screech. Like, <laughs> like, what? But yeah, no, I think that that's good too. and that's one of the things of even in silver that we were trying to push is to get a store to stay open 24. Yeah. But the, the town itself dies out like at eight 39. Yeah. There's just
0: certain places that that model just isn't going to work. And, you know, and when I was in Otero County, we actually convinced them to do, you know, no sell, no hours. And they could have changed it by now. And I remember Coy Griffin even was like, you know what, you know, if you don't have the product, I guess you ain't going to be open. And I was like, Holy shit. I agree with you on that one. Actually. Wow. So, you know, and it it makes sense. If you don't have the product, you ain't going to be open. Or if you don't have the means, you're not going to be open. You know, and there's not that many 24-hour shops right now to really make a difference. You know, and I I like the 24-hour shops for the people who work late, you know, who work night shift, you know, or whatever. Someone who needs it just randomly in the middle of the night, you know. So, um, but... I do want to go back because the next thing for pros is stigma, is the stigma is slowly starting to die. Yeah, don't get me wrong. It's prevalent in other areas and it's still there, but it's slowly starting to die. And it I is. love the fact, you know, like more people are welcoming to it. Um, they're more acceptable of, you know, smoking. Like now um, when I go somewhere, I'm like, hey, do you mind if I smoke somewhere? Yeah, just go smoke in the porch, you know, whatever. You know, Even if they don't, they're usually pretty cool about it, yeah. you know, and they're not like, oh, my God. You know, unless I go to Alamogordo. <laughs> or, or Florence. Oh, Florence. Florence yeah, or, yeah, Florence. Florence, Colorado. Oh, God. Yeah, that's where my dad's from. <laughs> so, but it's good that the stigmas are going away. And, you know, like you've talked about it and, you know, touched on it too. And I'm glad that, you know, it is. And this show too is something that I did to try to help fight that stigma. You know, to show people that stoners just aren't sitting there, you know, laughing all day doing nothing. Um, but moving on, we will start talking about the cons. Um, you know, there's no pro without the cons. So it looks like they, they were telling that, saying that medical cannabis quality has gone down um, of the cannabis itself for patients. And I'm thinking more or less they're talking about edibles and stuff like that. Um, on the medical cannabis side, we did have actually really good edibles and a very good selection. Like I was able to get Snickers one time. Well, no, uh, actually, sorry, a payday. Um, it wasn't like a real payday, but they had made like a payday and it was really good. Here um, in New Mexico? Yeah, here, here in Cruces Yeah, oh, it was wow. at Mother Earth back in the day. Yeah, she had um, she had some paydays. They were actually really good. Um, and so... You know we had a we had a wide selection it was actually really good edibles and so that i can see um kind of being a thing because we also we don't get like an a limited amount of milligrams per package for medical side because patients need significantly more milligrams of thc than a regular rec person does because um, sometimes they use it for pain and they can't smoke and so what do you
1: think that caused that why do you think that they're no longer making
0: it's law um it's it's more law versus them just not doing it um they kind of capped everything and so right now it's 100 milligrams per package i think is, is the cap and with medical patients i think we had 500 milligrams on the medical side at one point but you could still carry the 500 in your shop yeah you just have to it's just harder for patients because then they have to buy individual ones instead of just buying one big package
1: i thought that it was different for medical patients like a medical patient could buy a 300 milligram package
0: it's just they haven't really been doing it either you know it's really? one of those things yeah because like they capped it and for some reason you know people aren't doing it either and I don't know why
1: yeah we're working so that's the thing with like high so high five edibles out of uh, Santa Fe, Santa Fe yeah. they're still making their candy bars 300 400. yeah and we're getting that because so from what I understood and I Hope I'm doing yeah, because hopefully they changed it. So I, I thought that only the rec patients could only buy hundred milligrams. Yeah, that's where it's at. Yeah, and then the the medical they could get up to whatever their limit is
0: on Which that thing. Is, I forget what it is. I, can, I can't. But remember what sucks is if you buy from the shop and you go over your limit, you have to yeah. Wait, yeah, but really they're hard.
1: but we we have higher things. But it would be cool. Like I've always. I mean because you've seen it like where they would have like hot cheetos yeah that were infused or they had snickers or they had like even funyuns and yeah. or airheads and all that stuff i've seen tea yeah, yeah you know and i still cool. haven't seen anything like that and that's why i'm like dang man like i wish that we would it would be a little bit more creative yeah than You know what I mean? Like just here's hundred milligrams for everybody. Yeah. yeah. Here's the same gullies. And if we
0: have the means, you know, and if we are allowed to do that, because, you know, things change all the time, you know, with the CCD and everything, uh, do it, you know, do it for the patients. You know, I'll give them 300 milligram bars, you know, give them 500 milligram packages, you know, because patients could really use it. And that's probably, you know, where this complaint comes from is, you know, we just don't have enough. And I don't buy a lot of edibles, you know, from the shops to start out with. I make my own. And so I don't really see it that much. And it um, could
1: be even too that maybe even the person that the shops that they're going to aren't informed that they another issue, they could sell mm-hmm. 300 milligram.
0: Yeah, because a lot of them bars. just sell the 100 milligram bags across the board yeah, you know and you know it doesn't
1: have to be that way you know yeah, yeah you can get yeah. every shop is medical and recreational yeah. i mean by a lot aren't you supposed to have 10 percent of your shop i think it's 20, 20 or ten. 20 yeah, or 10 yeah, something, something like, like that. that of your shop for yeah. medical patients yeah so for us we uh we carry we have a big selection of edibles and we have stuff that's 300 to 400 Milligrams. That's like, great. Yeah, like yeah. High Five Edible makes a 420 chocolate bar. 420 milligrams. 420 that's... milligrams, dude. <laughs> but we have to make sure that we're selling it only to medical medical patients, because that's where with BioTrack, it it don't it don't stop you. Oh, uh, okay. It don't stop you from selling a medical bar to a wreck.
0: So that's probably some of the business or the retails issue is probably like, well, I don't know if my employee is going to hook their me up or yeah. something. Yeah. So you shouldn't have that worry. You should be able to trust people, but yeah. you know, this is, there's the way things are. We yeah, should that's be the way it is. Yeah. Man. You know, there's the way things are. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's sad to see that people are experiencing this and it could be people that are in smaller towns you know or could people that that just don't want to explore more maybe they live in Albuquerque and going from one side of the town to the other is just a pain in the ass which I totally understand that's you know yeah I don't
1: don't like I travel so much I don't even like driving anymore
0: yeah yeah me too I I totally get you so um but we'll move on and we'll talk about more cons because there's a few more here and we've been been on here for a hot minute <laughs> it's been a good conversation though that's yeah. why sometimes when my shows go long, it's just because we're having such a good conversation um the quality of cannabis that some of the places are selling I guess is really bad and I've I've seen it moldy bugs in it you know um, kind of just nasty cannabis and that's unfortunate but places like this they won't be around yeah. you know and in, in the end and you just Stay vigilant, guys. You know, um, if you do get moldy cannabis weed, contact the place first, see if they can remedy it, fix it. If not, you are allowed to contact the CCD or the DOH, really, and to let them know. Because if you're getting moldy weed, that's not good. You know, that's that's bad. Um, People shouldn't be getting moldy weed to start out with. Because the reason why we went legal is to get away from issues like that, you know, untested cannabis, you know, dirty cannabis and all that. So, I mean, it's sad to see that, but that's going to be happening. And, you know, it's something that's worth mentioning, you know
1: yeah I think and that's just another thing of wherever the retail stores or anybody growers properly inspecting their product mm-hmm. you know what I mean in the same thing that when you're buying a product as a retailer making sure that you're inspecting it before you take it and if you see something wrong you know remediate it in just with whoever you buy it from be like hey no. dude You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, you're allowed to remediate it, but remediate, yeah, remediate it. (laughs) Yeah,
1: or or to have them giving you product. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean, or or whatever it is. That's and like even like even with us right now, we're we're it's humid in in silver, so even with our stuff, we're dealing with humidity within within the shop. Yeah. So you know what I mean. With that humidity, and with flour, gets more moist and Mm -hmm. starts doing that stuff. So we have to take action on that type of stuff too so that way we're not giving moldy nugs and, yeah. and, or moldy or stale edibles or whatever it is mm-hmm. even though it's it's sealed i think that that does suck
0: yeah it yeah. does but you know it's it's something i feel is um gonna get fixed in the future you know the places yeah. that are just selling straight crap yeah there's no way they're, gonna they're not gonna survive yeah they yeah. won't there's no way um so just stay vigilant guys you know there are places out there that aren't following the rules and they're also not selling you know, really good cannabis. And when I, I don't mean like quality, I just mean like there's crap in it that you don't want to smoke, you know, like I wouldn't want to touch it. Um, so the next con is going to be someone said that they've seen MSOs all over the place, you know, like, you know, the multi-state operators and, you know, cookies is coming. We have, you know, um, Swazi here. And then I think another one I saw today was loom, um, was another company. I'm not too keen on who they are. They're an out of state entity. Yeah. And they're going to be here coming to New Mexico too. We have bloom. They're from Colorado. Um but to me I don't really see them everywhere. I see more mom and pops than I do MSO. You know, I don't know about you.
1: Yeah, and I've seen some other I mean, you got some bigger companies and yeah. maybe they're not too big, but what it seems like to me is that there's some of them that were mom and pops in other states. Yeah. And then they came here yeah. and opened up yeah m- more here and they still maybe have their three or four locations or mm-hmm. three locations over there yeah because I still consider a mom and pop dude like even with us even when we get if we go to three or four dispensaries here in New Mexico yeah we're still a mom and pop like you yeah, know what yeah I mean yeah but as far as getting these big companies I haven't seen too many of them yeah. I mean I mean some of them are starting to buy other New Mexico yeah companies, but like it's not like crazy su- yeah like they're sublime yeah. with with the sea Valley extracts but they do great yeah you know what yeah, i mean they do good and, and they
0: yeah i mean top crop even they support local yeah you know, they're technically an mso and they have they're more mom and pop in organ yeah you know uh, versus you know huge mso and you know a bunch of states so yeah. i mean that there there's something under that and they do support local and they're they're more about new mexico stuff and you know you can't really argue with that you know
1: and it just boils down right for you have olive garden And you have Lorenzo's. There you go. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I go to Lorenzo's. Yeah. Because I know that I'm getting better quality, better, like it's... Money staying here. Money, yeah. Like So I think that there's going to be... It's always going to be that, no matter what. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just hopefully more of the mom and pops can survive. And uh, these bigger corporations um, just give business to the small mom and pop growers or whatever it is. Yeah. But i think it'll all balance itself out but i haven't seen too many no no no. i mean everything here seems mom and pop from what i've seen for the most part yeah Yeah. like i mean you have like in silver anyways the ones that are from out of state like you have canna canna company which is out of arizona and then you have rocky mountain which Mm -hmm. is out of you know what i mean colorado and then you know you have organica and ultra health and but then the other seven yeah. are straight mom and pop straight mom and pop. Dude. Yeah. I mean, so it's like either
0: a split in half or almost majority mom and pop. Yeah, you know? So yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that kind of seems to be what I see everywhere. You know, yeah. It could be just be where people are living that they kind of see that. Maybe, I don't yeah. know. It could be Albuquerque. Maybe Albuquerque has all MSOs. <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> you know? but but I mean, that's what it is.
1: I don't see a lot of MSOs either there. Like right I, either. I haven't seen one really cookies might be the first real big name coming in. New Mexico like that. I yeah. mean, that I've Swazi's been here. Yeah. You know,
0: it's not like this that's new. I mean yeah. they, they bought our green leaf, I think, before legalization went online.
1: So who was the people that partnered with the that Tommy Chong? Oh, the pure life one? Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the the So I mean that, but that's not like it's not affecting anything. Yeah, so. yeah,
0: it's not like you know that's a total takeover. I mean, Ultra yeah. Health has the most dispensaries in the state, but it's not like it's hurting the the industry really. Yeah. You know? like they're, they're the Walmart of weed, and you know yeah. Duke knows that. You yeah. <laughs> know, he'll say that himself. And everybody, everybody
1: goes to Walmart.
0: Yeah, and, you know, <laughs> I go to Walmart still myself too. So I mean, it's, it is what it is. Walmart. <laughs> so we'll move on to. We were, uh, that one I could talk about like all day. Yeah. um home growth so um someone had mentioned that patients should get more plants than rec uh, rec people. I agree you know me- medical cannabis patients tend to use more cannabis because they need it, and I feel that you know they should get more plants. Um, would that be more of a pain in the ass on the police or anything? Not really, because right now, I haven't really seen too much of an issue from you know people having grows to start out with.
1: yeah, I mean. Unless they're having 300 plants or 200 yeah. plants in the back of their yard.
0: Bro. Yeah. I mean, the, the best I can think is just doubling, you know, patients and going from 12 to 24. Yeah. You know, just allowing patients that much more because it just allows them to do more. But, you know, you, you have that, you know, mature plant thing, you know, the immature, mature plant. You know, maybe you give patients uh, 24 mature and 24 mature, you know, that, that might help them out. But And I'm they not said that, sure. that that was a con? That was the con that patients, because when we had the PPL, we did, have more plants yeah. and, and maybe we need to go back to patients just go back to that plant count for the you know the patients like okay we'll go back to what the ppl had for the plant count don't bring the fucking ppl back that yeah. thing's dead don't fucking bring it back yeah. um if you just bring the plant count for that then that might help um and that that because it did work you know you had four plants you know in in different stages is, is really what it worked out to and yeah. it kind of worked out well
1: and but i kind of feel you know maybe 20 plants you know yeah 20 24 plants yeah and then too i I always just look at it from everybody's angle. Like if you live out, you know what I mean? In a rural area, yeah. it's not gonna harm nobody. No. Versus if I mean you might get the knucklehead that has an apartment and tries to grow 24 plants inside of his apartment. But yeah, yeah. You it, get you get those knuckleheads everywhere yeah, though. You know, I would have been one of those. <laughs> I would have been like yeah, one one time in my life. I would have been all. like, you know what I mean? Let's <laughs> see how many plants we could fit in this shed. Yeah. But um yeah. I think that it's just weed, dude. Yeah, it's just, that's the way yeah. that I look at it. Yeah. It's like there's a responsibility of it, but I could think of a twenty other things that are so much more harmful. Than I can grow beer in my house. Right yeah,
0: I can grow tobacco in my backyard.
1: You it's, know, like, it's all of it, dude. Like, yeah. I mean, there's just so many drugs out there. Whether it's whatever, I don't want to say the drugs, but you know what I mean. There's just so many people that are doing other stuff that's so much more harmful to society other than growing some plants. You know what I mean? And I get it. There's, it's a drug, but so is soda. So is caffeine. So is all this stuff. And I think if you grow with, as long as the person that you're doing is responsible, but again, it's always that one irresponsible person that messes it up for everyone exactly i agree 100 i agree more. with more plants
0: yeah yeah i think patients need more and maybe we'll visit that but yeah.
1: don't bring back, back that goddamn ppl piss and, me and micros need more plants. yes both. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the, the last two things i have here for the you know the pros and cons or for the con excuse me um is some people are saying it's about money and not about the patients and you know some places it is like that and i have seen it is it everywhere i'm not too sure you know i haven't been to every retail establishment in the state it's almost impossible at this moment um, but you know, it's, there's the, the program itself right now, it's about half, you know, half of it is patient sales and half of it is rec sales. Um, with majority of those half, those rec sales coming from Texas. So, you know, there's still quite a bit of patients buying cannabis and they, I guess some patients are starting to feel that we're being left out, you know, the pricing. And I think what it is, is when we're talking about the edibles, you know, like the, the edibles thing, you know, the hundred milligrams, you're still paying the same price as rec kind of thing. You only get hundred milligrams, you know, you need three. And you end up paying way more so yeah. i mean I could, I could see maybe that's where they're coming
1: i, I would be pissed i would too yeah, yeah i'd be pissed and that's i think that that's what it boils down to the retail owners you know yeah. what i mean is understanding that and really catering to both the retail and the medical yeah because you need both yeah you know yeah and, i mean we do yeah. and, and i'm just speaking from us and if it was about the money i mean i would have hung it up a long time ago because yeah. it's for me it's about providing good quality product and I believe it's just, like, an art. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. like it's, it really is to me. Like, yeah. it, it, that's why we do it. Definitely. Anyways. I mean, your price
0: shows. You know, yeah. you're not gouging people with your no. prices. You know, like, that's actually very reasonable. Yeah. Especially for the quality. Yeah. good quality. <laughs> it's yeah. good stuff. So, um, the last thing that we're going to talk about for con is saturation. So, this is something I can agree with and that it is true. There, it is saturated right now. However, um, it's a temporary con. You know, it's something that isn't going to be here for the long run. We're already starting to see numbers kind of slow down a little bit on the on the licensing and everything. Um, it's going to take months for us to really see the impact of that and for it to really see the change. I would say about this time next year, we're going to be different numbers than we are today. Um, but yeah, saturation is is a con, um, but it's something worth mentioning. But it's something temporary right now.
1: Yeah, I think and I agree with you on that. Like, it's just part of business, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that as long as we, uh, whoever wants to, dig their boots in and, and, you know what I mean, wait in it for the long haul, they'll, they'll get through it. Everybody yeah, will get through
0: it. Definitely, 100%. So that, that's all I have pretty much
1: for the show. But the last thing
0: I have is events for the state. And I'm going to blaze through this one because we've been here for an hour and a half. I've had you all. This has been a great episode. You know, we've had so much to talk about, so many different, you know, topics and everything. Gino's actually passed out. i got to kick his foot right here. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Gino. <laughs> My bad, Gino. So um we're just going to go down with uh, the events for um, this week. And if I didn't mention an event from last week, I'm not going to mention every event every weekend, guys. That's crazy. Once it gets closer to the event, I might mention it more. Um, so in Sunland Park, looks like they're going to have the New Mexico Harvest Cup. And that's actually going to be down in Sunland Park. Usually it's somewhere else, like in the mountains over um, near Alamogordo. So that's going to be November 18th. And that's going to be at the Sunland Park Sports Complex. Again, I'm going to mention this when the time comes close. I just wanted to mention this because it just popped up. Um, if you guys know, this is a Matt Wright's event, or he's a part of it. And it um, should be pretty cool. you know. I'm, I, I'm excited to see an event like this in Southern Park because yeah. I don't think something like this has happened yet. No. Um, so this will be really interesting. It's going to be at the Southern Park Sports Complex. I'm not too sure where that's at, mm-hmm. um, but I'm sure you can Google it. Um, next is going to be Roswell. Roswell has the Braggers Cup coming up on the November, November 4th, um, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And that's going to be at 1608 East Poe, Roswell. Plenty of time to get ready for that, but you're in the know now again once the time gets closer i'm probably going to be talking about both of these um here's some more events that are coming up this month um in albuquerque we got the joint secarios they got the southern smoke summer fest Um, that's going to be july 29th and 30th there's going to be some rappers there looks like we're going to have a bunch of old school rappers that you know are well known if you guys don't know look it up online um that's going to be at the rio rancho event center same place that the high times cannabis cup is going to be in september um same place, Albuquerque. Uh, looks like September twenty second, twenty third. We're gonna have another Lucky Leaf Cannabis Expo. That's a great expo if you guys want to go and network. I think you've been. Did you go to the first I one? I did. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think I, I think I met you guys there initially, or I got a sticker or something. Probably. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's where I got. <laughs> it's on my computer. <laughs> so the, the, if you guys don't know that the Lucky Leaf Cannabis Expo, really good expo. They have you know really good classes and stuff like that too. I went to the first one that they had here and. Um, Yeah, it's just really good information. Usually it's at the, you know, event center or um, the whatever center they have in Albuquerque. Once that time gets closer, I'll talk about it again because this is something that I probably will attend. Um, So the last thing that I'm going to talk about and that these two kind of coincide together is Inhale Wellness. They're going to have the grand opening August 12th. So it's here in a few weeks. Uh, And then they're also going to, every second Sunday of the month, they have um, an event that they do, um, the Inhale Wellness, and it's... um, has to do with like uh, vending and stuff. There's no cannabis sales, um, but they, they are allowing vending and everything. So you can go sell your merch and stuff like that. So that's going to be happening on, at 848 South Camino del Pueblo in Bernalillo, New Mexico. So that's all the events I have, guys. And that's all I have for this episode this week. Sorry it was so long but we had a lot of stuff to talk about yeah man i appreciate you having me on too yeah yeah i appreciate you coming and joining me man it's been Talk a lot my
1: bad (laughs) no you're good you know like
0: i talk a lot too and when you get that combination it just makes for a long episode so um again thank you guys for watching i'll be back again next week thank you for joining me again man it was great appreciate it man. yeah all right guys i'll see you later